0: The easiest way to get content is by answering questions that your customers already have.
1: Welcome to Honest Ecommerce, where we're dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And I believe running an online business does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. If you're struggling with scaling your sales, Electric Eye is here to help. To apply to work with us, visit electriceye.io slash connect to learn more. Now let's get on with the show. Alright, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Honesty Commerce. I actually, you know what, I am thinking about it. Last on the last episode, I said that it was really rainy, and guess what? I recorded that yesterday, and then today I woke up to a flooded basement. So Gotta love springtime in Ohio. So to distract myself from that, uh, today we welcome to the show an amazing email marketer. I'm super excited about this to learn more about how we can help our clients with email marketing. So today we're welcoming to the show, Nichelle. Nichelle is the CEO and founder of And Bam. Uh, It's an email marketing agency that helps e-commerce owners go from what do we even send to huge sigh of relief. I love that. How you got that emotion in there shows that you do know what you're doing with the copywriting. I'm going to stop talking and let you start talking now. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Um, no rain here today. It's blue skies and sunny, which is... We're up in Canada. Uh, it's been snowing in the last couple of weeks. So I'm really happy we're out of that. Things are looking up for the spring.
1: Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, but you know, if I want an indoor pool down there, I've got it. <laughs> Awesome. Tell me the history. How'd you end up running an email marketing agency?
0: Whew, Uh, what a history. So, I mean, this story isn't different from a lot of clients that we work with. Um, I was working in a job, a marketing job, and I just hated going to work for someone else. Uh, So, I started looking for ways that I could use my marketing skills to do other things, um, help other people, and kind of get out of that nine to five situation. And uh, one of the things that was blowing up at the time was email, um, e commerce, drop shipping was just starting to get really big. We're talking way back in the dark ages of drop shipping. And um, email just happened to be one of the things I was really good at uh, personally. I really liked having the connection between. Customers and the brand, and really building the voice and being the voice of brands. So, I started doing that. I started getting more business than I could handle. So, we built up a team, and everything just kind of grew from there. Um, People just started recommending us, and it it was amazing. At times, it's been even hard to keep up with it. Uh, But the one thing that people say is like, why didn't you get into Facebook ads? Or why aren't you doing you know, the more fun, uh, sexy parts of e-commerce? And honestly, email can bring in um, a lot of revenue. But right now, it's even more important when we look at Facebook ads and everything, um, ad costs going up uh, and people have to keep their customers. And email is the thing that lets people keep their customers for longer. Get repeat customers, and so to us, that's the really sexy part of e-commerce.
1: I'll tell you right now, there is nothing sexy about Facebook advertising, and I will I will tell you why. <laughs> uh, everyone has the wrong idea about it. Um, people think it's a gold mine, and for a minute there, a long time ago, it was. But now, it is not like that. People have unrealistic expectations. They don't understand how long it takes to. Start from zero. That zero to one is the hardest thing to do uh, in any any sort of marketing effort. Uh, you know, even if we're talking about getting the first couple of subscribers on your email list, that's the hardest thing to do. You know, and then it just kind of grows and works from there once you figure that out. But going from zero to one to turn a profitable Facebook campaign on is extremely hard, and people just have the wrong idea about it. So I would argue it's not sexy, other than people think it's a gold mine, which is a false expectation. I'm done and rant, rant. We're talking about email today. Okay, great. So I guess let's let's get into that. Uh, what I mentioned there, going from zero to one, um, a lot of our listeners are just getting in the game, young entrepreneurs. How would you like help someone? What's kind of some of the strategies to get your email list off the ground so you have someone to communicate with?
0: Uh, the biggest thing that I can say for someone just getting started is to just start. Um, there's a lot of ways you can make it complicated. You can make it sophisticated. But the very simple thing of just putting up a pop up on your site people say they hate pop ups, but uh, pro tip they don't hate pop ups. Pop ups work. Um, so, you know, put up a pop up on your site. If you're sending traffic to your site, um, most of it's not converting. So, capture as much of it as you can, and your list will grow
1: yeah I mean, shout out to one of our good friends over at Privy. If you're on Shopify, they have an awesome free pop-up app for the untechnically sophisticated people. you know, more nerdy, I guess for lack of a better words. Uh, you can usually custom build one or you can make the one that comes with whatever email program uh, you're using a little bit more sexier. Uh, but no, Privy's a cool one for people that aren't that savvy, especially if you're just getting started. I mean, you kind of gotta work with what you got.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you said, it can get very complicated. You can do A-B tests and you can test different offers and you can test a lot of different things. But the first thing you need to do is just start. So um, when we work with brands who are just getting started, we put up something really tried and tested. And it's just a simple 10 or 15% off your first order. It seems to do all the work, but it does. That's it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so, you're telling me I can't put a pop up on my page or, you know, in my footer that says join our email list for updates about my brand?
0: You can. And the reason that people do that and you see it all over the place is because it actually works.
1: But what's the difference between incentivizing it and then just having something I would argue boring and generic and there's no. There's no reason to join in my opinion with that,
0: yeah, I mean, that's something that we have to work with um, across all marketing, right? What's in it for me? Um, and so you do you have to you have to tell people in that pop up what they're going to get. Um, what we like to do with new brands is go for something like a ten percent off because what you end up doing is building a list of people who are interested in getting 10% off, which means they're interested in buying. Um, so you're building a list of people who really have buyer's intent. And that those are the people you want on your list. If you're doing a pop-up that um, just says, Hey, put your email here. We'll send you emails. People don't want emails. People want to buy. They want what you have. Um, they want the thing you're selling. They want to be the person that your, your brand promises you will make them. They don't want email, they want something bigger. So that's what you have to promise.
1: This episode is brought to you by Klaviyo. Klaviyo knows modern e-commerce is moving fast. Between email, mobile, and web, it can be hard to keep up with consumers and personalize their experience with your brand. Think of Klaviyo as a central command center for all your digital marketing needs. With email marketing, dynamic website content, social retargeting, SMS automation, and more, you'll take back control of the customer experience and own your business growth. That's why it's trusted by over 30,000 brands like CaseMate, Kapari, and Brook Linen. Ready to find out how Klaviyo can help your business grow? Visit klaviyo.com to schedule a demo. That's k l a v i y o.com. All right, all right. So let's fast forward a bit. Now that we've got uh, you know, we've got our email sign up game working for us. We're getting a couple emails here and there. Things are going good. Um, Now, we got to start talking about campaigns, I guess. Let's start there because we can get more technical after this. But let's start talking about just just campaigns. And you have a a funny... The the old email marketing strategy, the buy my stuff model. Explain what that is and your feelings about it.
0: (laughs) Um, So everyone already knows what the buy my stuff model is. Uh, it is. I don't want to say any names of big box stores, but you definitely get this email if you're on the list once a day, and it just has a list. It's like it's basically a flyer, right? It says we have this is on sale. We have this it's on sale. Buy this. Buy this. Buy this. And it's really easy in e-commerce for people to fall into that trap of just buy my stuff. We have stuff. You want to make money? Buy my stuff. Um, but what you're doing is just you're, you're trying to extract value from your, your contacts uh, without giving them anything in return. So that's great for maybe getting that first order from a customer. Um, they joined your list, you ask them to buy something. Uh, if you give them a discount, they'll probably they're more likely to buy something, but then you're not building any relationship with those contacts. Um, it just becomes very transactional. So you you send me money, I'll send you your thing. Thank you very much. But right now, the the name of the game in e commerce is getting a second purchase and a third purchase. And how are you going to um, build the relationship with that customer beyond that first transaction? So we do send buy my stuff emails. Don't get me wrong. We do we want people to buy. That's that's what e commerce is for. But What we want to do is get them to buy because of the brand, because they like who you are and what you stand for and what um, your product... The value your product adds to their life. So it's bigger than buy my stuff. It's relationship building. We want to provide value to the customers that are on the list. And um, that's how you're going to increase your lifetime value of every contact that's on your list.
1: Yeah, that's the name of the game is increasing lifetime value. Uh, If If we go back to my hatred for Facebook ads, which is unjust, I just had a... (laughs) That was top of mind for some reason. Don't hate Facebook ads, but say you do find some success there, and you are you know you are making Facebook ads work for you. The difference between the people that are doing these you know campaigns, you know two, three, four, five x return on ad spend that's cool. You're making more money than you put into it, but if you start to think about it with longevity and. With those ads, you're also getting email signups and the people that are buying direct, like the direct response stuff from those email campaigns and how they're playing with this lifetime value with like them buying again through email. Now you're talking about over the lifetime of that advertising campaign, spending and acquiring that customer, you've now changed from like three to four row as to eight, ten, whatever. Like it it can it's it's a multiple. It depends on your obviously it depends on what you're selling, but if you start to think about it from that perspective, if you can invest a little bit more and understand in the lifetime of your business that you're gonna make it back plus some, you know, that's what's separating uh, I guess the boys from the men is the worst term ever, but I'm drawing <laughs> a blank. I I need some more coffee today.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's exactly it. If you start looking at um every customer that you get is actually worth um two times as much as their first purchase. Uh, then you really have the power to scale. You have the power to spend more on the front so that because you know you're making it back on the
1: back. Absolutely. So I do have a question for you guys. So you said that like you're not getting into, into Facebook ads because it's not sexy. But nowadays, uh, I think almost uh, it goes hand in hand with email per se is SMS. Is that something that you guys are looking into?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, SMS is really, really interesting. And I... so. Hold on. Let's go back in time. About 10 years, I was in South Africa. And the things that they were doing with SMS then is even more advanced than what we're doing with SMS now. Um, so I saw this coming um, for a while. and I honestly don't know how it's taken this long for us to be talking about SMS. Uh, that might just be a technology thing. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, not a developer, just a marketer. Um so we're definitely using SMS it's really really interesting um and the ways that we're using it that we find it most effective is actually not as an addition to email but to work with email so we like to think of the whole back end uh communication and marketing as one cohesive piece we don't want to send um one sale on email, and then something completely different on SMS. We want them to work together because it's the same people on the lists, right? You want to make sure that um, everything is cohesive across your brand, and that goes for across um, you know all of your social channels too. So what we found really effective, and anyone can try this right now, is if you're having a sale. Um, So, I'll give you an example like Father's Day is coming up. If you're having a Father's Day sale, and usually in a a sale campaign, you'll send out a few emails about it, right? You'll send out an announcement, a reminder, and maybe a last chance. Those last chance emails are always more profitable than any of the other ones. It's the urgency behind it, right? So, what we've been doing uh, is actually sending out a last chance SMS as well. And so basically, we're exporting the list of contacts of everyone who's opened an email, um, anyone who opened like the announcement email or the reminder email and didn't buy. We're exporting that segment of people and we're sending those people the SMS that that says something like, hey, our sale's about to end come quick, buy by the stuff. right? The urgency behind those messages lends itself really well to SMS because it's on your phone. Um, it's just like really quick actions. People get SMSs... SMSs? I don't know if that's the plural for SMS. Um, people get those messages. Uh, in more real time than email, you know, people like will intentionally go to their email to check email and kind of scroll. But for SMS, that's where their friends are messaging, their mom, whoever. <laughs> I don't know if your mom's messaging you, but the message comes up and it it you know it pings your phone and it's more urgent and it's in your face. So if that's a time sensitive message of the sales ending right now, um, those are converting just like crazy. Like we've never seen anything like that.
1: That's awesome. Let's be honest today all of your customers are going to have questions and what are you doing to manage all those questions do you have a help desk for your business one of our sponsors of today's episode is gorgeous and gorgeous is the number one rated help desk for e-commerce it integrates seamlessly with shopify we have installed it on a bunch of stores it's also used by brands like movement and Rothy's. and what it does is it takes all of your customer insights and information brings it into one amazing dashboard so you can solve their problem as quickly as as possible, if you want to give Gorgeous a try, visit Gorgeous slash honest. That's G O R G I A S dot L I N K slash H O N E S T to get your second month free. Yeah, that's a that's a great tip. Um, I think people often struggle with what to send on SMS, and I kind of just go to like well you're already sending stuff through email like what is the best performing one through the email that's what you should send through the SMS but i also think that uh SMS is not email and you should not be sending as many text messages as you're sending emails at all that's a great way to get a bunch of people to unsubscribe and ruin a channel
0: absolutely yeah It's also, you know, it converts really well if you send the right thing. But if you send the wrong thing, people will get off that list so fast Um, because people don't want to read an email just in SMS form. Um, They probably don't want an urgent message to go check out your latest blog post. Um, Something else that we have done that's worked pretty well for SMS is just saying like... um, Maybe to a VIP segment, hey, we sent a special VIP email out today. Go check it right So kind of referring back to something that is in a different channel uh, that works well for like VIP lists of who you know are really engaged and just kind of a a reminder about something else that's going on either in email or on your site
1: yeah that's that's a good idea um when we're talking about. Content for emails. I think that's something that businesses all over the place struggle with. Uh, Kind of goes back to me saying they don't know what to send in these texts. It's like I don't know what to send in these emails, and you know, then they kind of sometimes, if they are sending emails at all, they're defaulting to the like just buy it now style emails. How do you guys help people brainstorm what the hell to say?
0: Ooh, yeah. I mean, this is the thing. We talked to tons of store owners and this is the thing, right? No one knows what to send. Um, they have some like ideas. They see some other brands doing cool things, but either they don't know how to apply it to themselves or they just... They feel like they don't have the resources or time. The easiest place... This is really, really low-hanging fruit here. Um, And everyone can do this for sure. Uh, The easiest way to get content is by answering questions that your customers already have. So um, what you can do is go look at some of your customer support emails and look at the questions that people are asking and then answer them in an email because this is just like school. One person, if one kid puts up their hand and asks the question, you know that everyone else in the class needed to know the the answer to that. Um, It's the same thing with your customers. If one person emails to ask, that means 100 of them had the question, but instead of asking, they just didn't buy. So that's the absolute easiest place to find ideas for content of what to send that's not buy my stuff.
1: Yep. That's fantastic. And that's ever-ending. That's essentially how Honest Ecommerce got started. This podcast and newsletter is just like let's just make content answering all the questions that people have, uh, and here we are, forever later with this cool little brand we built.
0: Yeah, so you would say that that strategy works, right?
1: It does. It does, and then you and then you kind of rinse and repeat and find out creative ways to branch out from just those questions. You know, I think on the other side of it, it uh, beyond just like q and A Q&A model if you have a product that's solving a particular problem there's usually other things going on in that subset of customers and now now we're kind of talking content creation strategy which is a little beyond email but i mean if your customers are all like weightlifters like you could just start producing content around weightlifting And then you have a reason to email people because now you're giving them value. You're you're like, here's this content around like things that you enjoy as customers, and that's how you get uh, some awesome engagement. uh, Is by educating and you know providing content around the things that your customers actually enjoy beyond just your product.
0: Definitely, I mean that's it, right? Your product it has to fit into someone's life somewhere, right? And so the customer is looking for your product to help them with their life. I'll give you an example. So Marnie, um, who's a guest on your your podcast before, she sells um, shorts that prevent chafing, right? Nobody wants shorts that prevent chafing. They want to be confident women. Uh, They want to look great. They want to... um, you know, crush it in their life and business and family. They want to be confident, they want to look great. Um, it's not about the shorts, although the shorts help, right? They help with that journey, with that transformation of the customer. And so, what we do for her is a whole series about women just loving themselves. They're, they're body positive, they're confident, they're winning at life. And that's the content that we found resonates with her customers.
1: Absolutely, you know, and it's I guess that simple for lack of a better phrase. I've used that a few times now. I need to read a thesaurus, I guess. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty much that. And all of this stuff can just be derived from you know getting in the weeds and talking to your customers and understanding like their questions and their likes and their lives. Mm-hmm and then you kind of just can est- extrapolate from there and be a little bit creative and and find and just test stuff, you know what i mean? You got like i said, you got to be creative and you know almost throw shit at the wall and see what sticks.
0: Yeah, and i mean, it's not you don't have to just answer the question in a Q&A format, right? You don't have to say, you know, one question that everyone wants to know before they buy something is like is this going to solve my problem? Right? So you don't have to say like, question, is this going to solve my problem? Answer, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Obviously, you're, you're speaking on behalf of your company. You're going to say that the, the solution solves the problem. The thing you're selling solves the problem. You're going to say that. So what we also try to do is answer the question in different formats. So like a, a, a Q&A is one format. Could be something like getting a customer review that answers the question kind of indirectly. Like, I had this problem, um, then I got this product, and now I'm living my best life, right? Um, Getting a customer to say that uh, is even better than you saying it yourself. Or you could do it in a blog post, or you could do it with a video, or you could do it. With a panel of experts, or you could um, use some PR if you have that. There's lots of ways to answer the question without answering it just directly as the question. And the thing is, as well, is that your customers don't necessarily know, like, have that question explicitly. So they're they They're not sitting around thinking about whether this is going to solve their problem. they might be, but chances are they have busy lives right so it's not that they're sitting around asking this question explicitly, but it is something that they need to have answered before they buy so just because they don't have the specific question doesn't mean that when you tell them the answer, they that might be the thing that pushes them over the edge to finally make that first purchase. Does that make
1: sense? I mean, it makes sense to me, I guess. Uh, but this isn't the first time I've heard this, and it's obviously it's something that people need to hear a few times before they really start to get it. They don't trust in themselves that they can just do this content themselves. So you know, I'm glad to kind of repeat the basics, I guess, on this show all the time. But hopefully, you know, just one person needs to listen to it and then put this in, into their business. And that's going to be the game changer for them. Yeah. So I do have one last little topic I want to touch on here, which is a very fun one. And I think this is a reason people are scared to get started with email. Or maybe they've, get, they've gotten started, they're collecting, but they're scared to send is unsubscribes. Let's talk. Want to get each new episode of Honest ECommerce sent straight to your phone? Join our VIP texting list for updates on new episodes and exclusive deals from our partners. Text Honest VIP. That's H-O-N-E-S-T-VIP to 72599 to join. By the way, we're powering our text messages with PostScript, the number one text message marketing app for Shopify stores. Check out the show notes for a link to install PostScript for free today. So as a, as a professional, uh, I guess, in this game, what's the big deal with unsubscribes? Oof.
0: I mean, there's a lot to say about unsubscribes. How much time do we have? I
1: don't know. Maybe we need another podcast. Just part two, unsubscribes only. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, we have a lot of feelings about unsubscribes. Um, the thing that a lot of people... Are worried about is that if someone you know you paid to get someone on your site and then they subscribed and you you're paying to have them on your list and you know as long as they're on the list you think they have some potential to be a customer to buy more um, or or spend more with you and the truth is this is a hard truth for a lot of people. Um, but I'm going to say it. The truth is not everyone on your list is going to buy. There. I said it. Um, If people aren't going to buy, then let them unsubscribe. The number of subscribers is kind of like a vanity metric. It doesn't mean a whole lot. It doesn't hold a lot of weight. Just the number of subscribers doesn't hold a lot of weight. Uh, So we don't mind if people unsubscribe. It means that they weren't going to buy from you anyway. Now, we do want to minimize unsubscribes if they are the right customers for you. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. Um, But we find that if you send the right content and you spend time engaging them and building goodwill in your list, then your unsubscribes go down. You get fewer people unsubscribing. We usually see the most people uh, unsubscribing when you send out those Buy My Stuff emails over and over again. So um, philosophically, if we're doing our best email work, we're sending our best content, we're engaging the list, and people still unsubscribe, they were never a good fit for you anyway.
1: Yeah. You should be thankful when someone unsubscribes because they are actually doing you a favor they are giving you three awesome gifts you know they're giving you uh you are you are literally paying less for your email marketing platform cuz you're paying per subscribers on most of those platforms uh you're going to get a higher open rate because the people that are left on your list are actually going to open your email more uh i mean it's one one person isn't going to do that big of a deal, but like it's still it's an actual metric, and then you know you're gonna get better engagement rates because you are gonna have a higher open rate, and there's more people that are more qualified on your list to like interact with those emails. So, you know, you should almost be thankful for your unsubscribers. <laughs>
0: yeah, you should edit your unsubscribe page to say thank you, appreciate your time here, um, but I'm letting you go. Uh, I mean. Really, that's it, right? We and and deliverability could be a whole other topic. Oh, yeah, right. But we are really looking for building that sending reputation. And you know, this all goes back to engagement and sending good content. But yeah, having like dead weight on your list will really hurt you in the long run. As far as deliverability goes and sending reputation.
1: All right, before I let you go today, um, you have mentioned here in these notes that you have free templates for people that are just getting started with email. Uh, You want to talk a bit about that?
0: Yeah. If you're just getting started um, and you don't have email going or you do and you're not sure what's like, if it's doing the job, uh, we have two templates, uh, the most important automations that you you need when right out of the gate. So we have a welcome flow um, and an abandoned cart flow. Uh, I call them flows because we use Clavio most often, uh, and that's what automations are called there. Um, basically, we have uh, those two templates for those two flows available to anyone. Uh, just go to uh, the URL, which I don't Remember what it was.
1: I'll save you there because she made a custom URL for us. It's andbam.co slash honest.
0: Perfect. So if you go there, uh, sign up, and we'll transfer those templates right into your Clavio account if you have a Clavio account. If not, uh, you can still get the templates, uh, but it'll just be like a copy and paste job for you.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Nichelle.
0: Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me.
1: You're welcome. I cannot thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their journey and knowledge with us today. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our businesses. Links and more information will be available in the show notes as well. If anything in this podcast resonated with you and your business, feel free to reach out and learn more at ElectricEye.io/connect. Also, make sure you subscribe and leave an amazing review. Thank you.